ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out on this podcast. What we're going to talk about is red flags. And I've got some special co-hosts, podcast family, if you will. My homegirls, Babi and Maya from the We Did That Shit podcast. Now, if you've heard them on this podcast before, you know how they get down. So we're going to have a comical discussion about red flags, what to look for and the things you may or may not be doing. So sit tight. After the break, we will present to you red flags with Babi and Maya from the We Did That Shit podcast here on the 12 Kyle podcast. Let's get it. Welcome back. As I mentioned in the intro, we have a special, special podcast. Well, I mean, they're all special, but I mean, this one's a little bit more special than normal. Uh, as you see in the title, we are talking about red flags. And when I thought about this topic, I was doing some reading and I came across this subject. I, I, I There were only two people that came to mind. Um, if you've been following the podcast, you've heard them on here before. They are my podcast cousins. Um, let me introduce them to you for those who don't know. Uh, first is one half of the We Did That Shit podcast. She is a mother. She is a businesswoman. She is a hustler. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Babi, to the 12 Kyle podcast. Babi, what up? What's up, Kyle? It's been a minute. <laughs> I know, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Glad to have you back on. Glad to be back. For sure, for sure. And the other half of the We Did That Shit podcast is, like I said, no stranger. She's a hustler. She's a go-getter. She's everything. And she will tell you about yourself if you need, if she needs to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome Maya back to the podcast. Maya, what's good? Hey, Kyle. <laughs> That was a good intro. I'll take it. I definitely will tell you about yourself oh, yeah. if you need it. Thanks for having us um, on the show. Man, glad glad to get y'all back on. Um, like I said, we're talking about red flags. So I, what what happened was I was reading this article and I came. I just I do you know reading and stuff like that. So I I saw this article and it, the headline kind of jumped at me, and it just gave a list of like some of the red flags to notice in a relationship. Or, or when you're dating someone or situationship or whatever the case may be. So it got me to thinking because, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm not single anymore. You know, I've been married now for, <laughs> for 20 years and my, my single friends always, my single homeboys, they always tell me they, they're like, you know, man, you, when you was dating the last time you was dating, Tupac was still alive. Like, you know, like, this. so they tell me, <laughs> you know, the game has changed so much since I was in the game, but you know, I know people and I watch people and things of that nature. So, what I wanted to do was I've got a list of things that I read in that article. And what I'm going to do is just kind of throw it out to you guys and, and bounce it off and, and just get your opinion. Um, and these are in no particular order. Um, one major red flag, and I'll start first with you, Babi. Um, jealousy. Uh, 
sometimes when you're getting into a relationship, it can feel flattering at first that, you know, your partner wants to keep them all to yourselves. But sometimes jealousy can lead to, you know, a controlling type behavior. You know, anytime you have a girlfriend or boyfriend that, you know, uh, gets extremely annoyed when you're not around them, that could be a red flag. So what's your what's your take on jealousy? First of all, jealousy is not sexy. Mm. And I think for me, jealousy is a turnoff. But for me, things have to be I have to be attracted to you. Mm. So if you're jealous of people, it makes me not attracted to you and it just won't work. Um, because attraction is everything. And you're right. Jealousy leads to insecurities. However, I'm a kind of person that I, I love people for who they are. And so red flags is something like I can see a red flag. <laughs> like, oh, you know, maybe they don't know any better. But, you know, so I will notice it. But sometimes it just takes me a long, longer time sometimes to say, I will or will not accept it. But jealousy is like, that is like a stark raving huge red flag. If you are like, you have to be confident in yourself. Confidence is everything. Mm. And, um, you know, you can blame the other person if you want to, but if you need to take more time to get to know the person to build the trust and do that, you know, you don't have to be jealous. You know, I'm not jealous because I'm, I am who I am. And you're not going to find another me. So either you want, you don't, you know what I mean? That's just how it is. But yeah, jealousy is a, a big red flag. And that is something that I probably would dismiss sooner than rather than later too. I don't know if I can tolerate jealousy for a long time. Gotcha. Gotcha. No doubt. No doubt. What about you, Maya? What, what's your take on jealousy? Um, my take on jealousy, this, this is going to be a funny podcast for me because <laughs> everything is a red flag for me. But Babi knows this about me. But jealousy, as Babi said, is a major turnoff. And the reason being is because as a woman that dates men, you want a man to be confident in everything that he does. And you want him to be confident in who he is. And if you're jealous of another person, then you're not confident at all because no one should bring you to the point where you feel some type of way about what somebody else can bring to my table. Um, so it's a turn off, it's insecurity, um, it's controlling, and controlling behavior leads to abuse. Mm. And people think that abuse is just physical abuse, but jealousy can breed emotional abuse. It can breed mental abuse. And all of that is a hell no, not a no, no, a hell no. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just don't think that there's anything to be jealous of over. No. And, and another thing about it is people going to do what they going to do anyway. So mm -hmm. even if you're jealous of the next person, what does it matter? If somebody wants to be with somebody else, they're just going to be with somebody else. It just is what it is. So my take on jealousy is, is what for? Right. Like you have no reason to be. Be secure in who you are and what you bring to the table. That's a good point. That's a good point. So let me give a, a quick follow-up question. I, I know we're older now, but when you look back on a young Maya or a young Babi, is there anybody that could say from back in the day, like, 
yo, she used to be jealous of such and such. Like, let's say you were in a relationship and this person could say, because like, I've never been a jealous person, never been jealous. But like, I know people who have, you know, maybe not jealous now that we're, you know, in our <laughs> later stages of life. Uh, but, um, you know, just like, have you, could anybody from your past say, you know, that you were jealous. And it doesn't necessarily have to be jealous of another woman. It could be jealous of a guy, you know, like that. Is anybody from your past that probably could say that, Maya? No, nobody can say that I'm jealous. A woman can't say that I'm jealous of them. A friend can't say that or jealous of anything. I'm real confident, mm -hmm. like extremely. So when I, it comes down to a relationship, I feel like Babi said, you'll never find another me. And even if you, you know, it's like Jay-Z said, if you, if you made me make another one, you know what I'm saying? Oh, right. So you ain't going to never find that because I'm secure in what I bring to the table. You might find something that's better for you. You know, obviously I have exes or I have people that I don't deal with or that I once dealt with and they have moved on and they're happy in whatever it is that they're doing, I'm assuming. Um, so you might find somebody else, but you still ain't going to find Maya. Uh, so no, I'm not. I've, nobody can ever say that. I have nothing to be jealous off of for, for, for anything that anybody has. It's just like pointless to me. Okay. Okay. But B, what about you back in the day? No, 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 uh, no jealous rage or anything like that. First of all, Kyle, I'm 25 with experience. I don't know what you're talking about this age thing. He did say later ages. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in my but, 40s. You, 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 you two young ladies are in your 20s. <laughs> With experience. Right. Um, so, no, I, absolutely not. I am just, I have not ever in my life been a jealous type. I've always been very confident in who I am. Some people who don't know me, maybe when I was younger, will call me vain or conceited, but I don't feel like I ever have been. I celebrate other people. I think other people are beautiful. I think other people do great things, but never jealous ever. Mm, nothing wrong with never. that. And, and I like I like the fact that you both uh, alluded to the word confident. And I was telling one of my homeboys just a couple of weeks ago. I was like, confidence like cologne. You got to put it on, and you got to wear it well. You know, it's not. Yes. And the one thing about it is, you know, with a woman, they know when you're not confident. You know, mm -hmm. They could, they could just like you could smell when somebody doesn't have on cologne. You could smell when they have it on too. So you know, I, I it was just a little thing we would we were going back and forth about. Well, I don't want to get too big. <laughs> his, <lack of, laughs> his lack of confidence with this particular young lady, um, but uh, but yeah, those those are some great points. Um, another red flag, Maya. I'll start with you. They try to drive a wedge between you and your friends and your family. Now, anyone who, you know, wants you to, you know, be all to themselves, that's understandable, but sometimes people can go too far. Knowing, knowing you the way that I know you, you're really, really, actually both of you, big on family. What happens when you see a red flag like someone who is trying to drive a wedge between you and your family and your friends? Um, I think that... 
when it comes down to somebody that's trying to drive a wedge, you have to be it. it I, to me, it's on the person, not even on the person that they're with. It's on you to stop that. You know what I'm saying? And when a person wants to drive a wedge between your family and friends, have you? I, I don't believe in that. Have you all to yourself thing? And the reason being is because anything can happen to your mate. They could pass away. You could break up. And if your everything is tied into this one person, then where does that leave you? Mm. Um, so I think that it's very important that you still uh, maintain relationships outside of a relationship for one and for two um, nobody is going to be I'm huge on family nobody is going to be there for you like your family will right. when that relationship goes south or when you need something even within the relationship for both of you who you can turn to and who you can go to is your family um, and all of these red flags to me is going to lead to the same word. I'm going to use this several times throughout this podcast. That is abuse. Like that's abusive behavior. I, I'm sorry. Like a person that just wants you like, cause my thing is, is why don't you want me to be with my family? Mm -hmm. Are you worried about what my family is going to say about you? And again, it goes back to confidence because if you were confident, you wouldn't really care what somebody else had to say about you. You know, like what is the reason behind this? What is the reason why you want me to not be with my family? Especially if you come into the situation and you know that I'm, uh, you know, like close with my family, close with my friends, you know that I'm all about family. And then all of a sudden you want it to be not that way. That's abusive to me. Right. No, that's a great point. And I, they actually allude to that. You know, some of these red flags lead to abuse and it's not necessarily something physical, but it could be, like you said, mental. Um, what about you, Bibi? A new guy coming into your life, and I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but a new guy coming into your life, and he tries to drive a wedge between you and your family and friends. I, w what's your thoughts about that? Um, I, I think if it's very overt, it's um, definitely a deal breaker. My family is very close, and like Maya, I feel like, you know, I don't know, but I've, I've even had this situation happen to me. Like the guy says something and I'm looking like, is this ninja going to try to punch me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And you, it just, you know, you, it puts you on high alert. Um, so I definitely believe uh, if, it, if it's overt and they're really trying to drive a wedge, it is definitely a red flag. I think even to the point of a deal breaker, um, because I do believe in deal breakers. And and deal breakers are, I don't care how much you like somebody. I don't care what's going on. If you know that this is happening and you know that's something you can't tolerate, you know, you cut it off then. You count your losses and you cut it off. Mm -hmm. So, to, you know, if you're overtly driving a wedge, that's a deal breaker. However, sometimes it's subtle and you don't realize it and they may not realize it at the time. So you have to, and things will happen and you'll say, hey, like, the last three times you didn't want to go or, you know, or you don't want me to go or something like that. And you have to bring it to their attention. So, I mean, when you're in a relationship, everybody wants their time, especially if the person's love language is quality time. Mm. And like with my family, we get together a lot, like we're together a lot. And so for people who don't have that, they might find it strange 
So they may not be comfortable all the time coming, but I'm still going to go. And you have to be okay with that. No doubt. No doubt. And like you said, that, that is huge, especially, like I said, I know, I know the two of you and family is big for family is big for me as well. So anybody trying to, you know, drive a wedge between me and my family, my friends, it's going to be a problem. That's a huge, I'm I'm like you guys, it's a huge deal breaker for me. Um, the next one, and I'll start with you, Bibi. They describe their exes as crazy. Now, you know, some relationships end badly and, you know, people go their separate ways. But, you know, sometimes when your new partner is just spitting all kind of venom about their old former lover or former flame or whatever the case may be, the word crazy comes up what's your thoughts on that person describing their ex as crazy? I have one friend who has an affinity for crazy chicks. <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't know what it is. So if he's saying it, it's true because he has an affinity for crazy chicks, but other than him, every other guy I know that, well, and I'm just not guys I've dated, guys I haven't dated. When you refer to your ex as crazy, that usually means at the root of the issue is she didn't do everything you wanted her to do and you didn't like it. Mm. But people are innately selfish, right? Mm-hmm. In a relationship, you want, you know, you look at the person, you size them up, you say, oh, I like them. They like me. Oh, they're attractive. I'm attracted to them. They're attracted to me. Um, you know, and then you get to know each other. And then it's, okay, this fits, this fits, this fits. And then you find the one thing that you may not agree on, like that doesn't fit. And they will take, especially men, will take that one thing that doesn't fit and instead of making an adjustment or doing it by yourself or, you know, you could do that with your boys. Now, now I'm crazy. Mm. You know what I mean? And to me, that is definitely a red flag because in or out of a relationship, I don't want anybody bad talking me mm-hmm. or doing anything to tarnish my reputation in the street. Like, if you say that about her, you'll say that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I dated a guy. I dated him in high school. And I dated him again some years after high school. And he talked about his ex like, I'm telling you, I thought she was like a low down, dirty gutter snipe the way he talked about this girl. <laughs> I would say like, but you were loving her up. Like, you know, she is all this, but you were loving her up. And then I had an opportunity to meet her. In a whole different realm. I wasn't even talking to him anymore. Uh, I was on vacation and, and spent like a week with her in the same place. And I was like, this child is just the nicest person I ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I'm just like, and now that's just confirmed for me that he was the asshole that I thought he was. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maya agrees. <laughs> So yeah, that is definitely a red flag for me, and and it, it probably will be a deal breaker because if you're out here downing women, especially a black woman, it, I don't want any parts of that. Mm, no doubt, no doubt. What about you, Maya? Uh, they, they describe uh, their ex as crazy. 
Yeah, I, it just goes with anything else. If everything is the same and you're the difference, then it, you're the common denominator. And so when people tell me that their ex is crazy, the first thing I say is why? And if they can't truly explain to me why they think this person is crazy, then I say the same thing. Oh, okay. That's your opinion because... And you're the common denominator. So what did you do to make the person crazy? Because if you got seven exes and all seven of them is crazy, and I feel like, but B, you, how crazy was she? Because you was water. You was laid up. You was screwing. You was loving. You was hugging. You was taking her beach family or whatever the case is. So how crazy was it? Was she? And the same goes, you know, vice versa for um, a man, you know, describing a woman and a woman describing a man. Mm -hmm. If everybody is crazy and you're the common denominator, then that just tells me everything that I need to know. It's a huge red flag because, like would be said, it's something that you probably, that they didn't do that you wanted them to do. So now they're crazy. People are going to say what they say about their exes. I don't trust anybody who says completely bad things about somebody that they once loved. Mm -hmm. I had this conversation with my uncle because my uncle was married and he got divorced. I have never heard him talk about this woman ever again. They never talked again. You know, they didn't have any children or anything, so they had no reason to talk. It was like when it was over, it was over. But I've never heard him say anything about her. I've never heard him say, oh yeah, you know, I've randomly talked to so-and-so or they don't have any type of communication. And I was like, you don't think that's weird? Like, <laughs> you don't think that that is weird that you would, one, talk bad about something? He doesn't really talk bad about her, but I'm just saying, one, talk bad about this woman, not have any communication. Like, it never existed. The fact that you can be like that with somebody you love is strange to me. Mm -hmm. Or somebody that you loved at one time. You loved her as enough to marry her, and now it's like nothing that's weird. That's a huge red flag. It just tells you a lot about the person. No shade to my uncle because I love him. <laughs> and how long were they together? Together? They were together before they got married. They were together probably for like ten years. Oh, wow. Then they got married. It re they really shouldn't. Have, I mean, I don't want to get all into the business, but they really shouldn't have got married in the beginning. What the hell happened? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you still, we, we still got you. Um, My bad. But they shouldn't have really probably got married in the beginning, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. But they were together for about 10 years and then they um got married and they probably was married for maybe like three years. Okay. And then they just never talked again ever in life. Yeah. That's weird as hell. That, you know, I can understand not talking, but, you know, given the fact that you said he didn't mention her at all, I mean, that... That is telling to me because I, I think like if we've been together for a while, you meant you you would have meant something. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying we got to be buddy buddy because you know every every relationship ends differently or whatever the case may be. But it had to have been something. Like I'm not <laughs> just gonna walk around and yeah, I mean, th you talking 13 years right? There. That's that's a long time to be with someone and then just I don't know. You're right. That's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, you know, I'm just saying again for, you know, to put it all, put a boat on what I was saying. It just is like if you um, have 
something bad to say, crazy or not. Even if it was just like you couldn't have said they was crazy, you could have said anything about them. If you have something bad to say about a person that you once liked or loved or shared moments with, that's a red flag and it's a turnoff. Hmm, no doubt. I, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. Um, I, I, I've never, I've never referred, and I don't think anybody's ever referred to any of my exes refer, at least it never, never got back to me, but <laughs> never referred to me as crazy. Cause I'm not crazy. And I, and I like to think that I've never dated anybody crazy. Um, so I've, that's never entered my, that, people do crazy things, doing crazy things and being crazy are two different things. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I've never, I've never referred to an, as an ex as crazy. Um, Okay, Maya. Fighting happens, you know, not fist fights, mm-hmm. but arguments happen. Um, sometimes, in the midst of an argument, people can flip a switch, and if they flip a switch, you know, maybe they become someone who you're not necessarily familiar with, and then sometimes people can get disrespectful, and if they get respect disrespectful, sometimes. In an argument, another major red flag is that they call you names in an argument. Talk to me about calling someone names in an argument being a red flag. Um, don't call me shit. Don't call me a name. That's a that's a rule for a breakup. I'm gonna be very honest with you. Because again, it goes back to what I was just talking about. We're supposed to be in this situation, you know, whether we're at the like stage or we're at the love stage or we're at the whatever the hell stage. If you feel comfortable enough to call me a name, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. It's no amount of fighting. I've been in fights with people, you know, like not like a like a I'm not talking about like a chick off the street. I'm not talking about that because that's fair game. I'm say whatever I want to say. But like with somebody who I'm like after we fight and you call me all kinds of bitches and hoes and whatever Mm -hmm. it is you calling me. Are we laying down next to each other after that? Like or you coming over the next day? And like, what's the apology like when you get finished with that? Because to me, that's how you feel. It's no amount of fighting that should cause you in a relationship, in a relationship setting. There is no amount of fighting that should cause you to get to the point where you would call somebody a name. If you call me a name in a fight, you won't be calling me no more. And I mean that with everything in me. I don't care if we've been together 20 years. You won't be calling me no more because, again, that's how you feel about me. It it just should never get to that point. And I have been angry with people and I know people who have been angry with me, Mm -hmm. but not to that magnitude. I don't I wouldn't even call somebody a name in a relationship if, if it was like on a breakup type thing. Like, what am I calling you a name for? You know what I'm saying? And then, like, what kind of name? That's another thing. What, the, a, what? a name that you shouldn't call somebody. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, because I'm, I'm just saying it's it's not like it's not like it's levels to the name. But if you what get to the point. No, but what I'm saying is if you get to the point where you like you so mad and then you haul off and you call me a bitch. Right. 
But then you haul off and you call me a slut. I mean, I think it's a difference with that. You know what I'm saying? But don't call me anything. As a, a In a relationship setting, you should just never get to that point. So, no. That's a red... I mean, that's a huge turnoff and it's a huge red flag. And it's abuse. Don't call me a name. That goes back to all of these things lead to the the thing at the end of the tunnel, which is abuse. I mean, because now you comfortable enough. Yes, it's calling me names. You taking me away from my family. You, I mean, we got it. This a no for me. No doubt. No doubt. What about you, baby? Um, define name calling. Like Maya said, a bitch, you know, whole slut. I mean, like, <laughs> um, um, some, some calling you out of your name. You know, not out of so to me, uh, and not calling you babe, not calling you baby, yeah. oh, oh, calling right. you something derogatory. Yeah, because again, this is an argument. So, right, right, what's right. being said is said to hurt your feelings. Right, right, right. Hello, my name is Babi, and I'm a name caller. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> I, I, I mean, what kind of names are you calling? Like your dumb I, Like that? Right. <laughs> right. Oh. Like I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so first of all, first of all, when it, I'm just going to speak from my experience. I have never been in a relationship. I've never argued prior to the relationship that I'm in now. Never. Okay. I just felt like it's not necessary. I'm not going to argue. Um, I do not like angry men. Don't like to be around angry men or anything like that. Um, in my current relationship, we have arguments. And what I've learned is for me, I don't think that I ever cared enough to argue hmm. and now I feel like I care so we hash it out now he has said to me maybe more than once more than twice more than three times stop calling me out my name <laughs> um, <laughs> so so I guess that can't be a red flag to me That's I don't a red think flag for him well, clearly, but I can't, but I don't say, I feel like I don't say anything like, you know, bad. It's just like, if I think what we're arguing about is goofy, then I'm just like goofy, you know, or something like that, like dummy or something. And I probably wouldn't call them dumb, but maybe I might be thinking it. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm a name caller. And I think that my mom was a name caller too. So I just think, and I just think like sometimes oh, when don't people blame it on your mama. Well, <laughs> I, every day, I, every day I know I'm more and more like her. It scares I know, me, but still, don't blame but, her. Um, I just think that um, for me, it like even though he doesn't name call, he does other things. So when you're angry, you know, sometimes people don't know how to um, express themselves. So for me, even though I probably wouldn't like it, I wouldn't call that a red flag for me because I know I do it. I have a follow-up question. I'm, I'm, upset. I'm upset in the moment, but you know, after, you know, I really don't mean any harm. Go ahead, Maya. 
Okay, I have a follow up question, not to take over your show. However, you know that you know this your show, man. Come on. Okay, so you're calling him a name, like you might be like, you know what? Just get out of my face. You acting like a dumbass. Okay, but if he did that to you, I'm just using that as an example. I don't know what you calling this man, but Mm -hmm. if he did that to you, what? How would you feel? Like I don't if it's something like it's if it's something I say we're we're arguing. It it doesn't it doesn't like an argument it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. like because I just think that you're hashing it out and I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't yeah just we're hashing it out. That's just how it works. But you, you can't know. call him something other than his name. That is true, but I also learn about myself. I'm not perfect, you know. None I also none of us are myself that um, a lot of times, and I I've done this very young, uh, started this very young too. A, a lot of times, I don't, I just don't address people by their name. You know, I'll just like start talking or <laughs> say I just don't. Um, you know. There's probably a reason for it, but I just, you know, it's just not normal for me to say, hey, Kyle, or, yo, Kyle, what's up? You know, mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm going to tell you this, Kyle, you know, it's just not normal for me. Nat- it's not natural for me. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. Go ahead. We ain't going to turn this into a therapy <laughs> session, you know, but <laughs> we could, but <laughs> go ahead, Kyle. No, I mean, no, but that's actually it's it's actually it's good to hear that perspective because I wasn't I really wasn't expecting that answer, but um no I mean like I've I I've I think for me ever since I was younger I just learned to kind of when you're in an argument you know just kind of stop and just be more thoughtful about what it is that you say like because once you say it you can't take it back so like. Exactly. I've never called like a girlfriend a bitch. Like I, in fact, I, other than rap lyrics, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the word. Well, I, I'll take that back. I've called a lot of dudes bitches because there's a lot of dudes that are bitches. But that's <laughs> that's another story for another day. But not you know at a woman like that. Um, but no, nah, it's. I think it's just. And it would be. I'm not telling you what to do. <laughs> I just think like you you have to be mindful of it because you don't want it to be reversed. You know what I'm saying? So and it, it also it depends on, like you said, the, the words that you use. Now, none of us are dumb, but can you do something dumb? Yeah, you can do something dumb. So calling somebody a dummy, like calling me a dummy, like would set me off because I, I, I think I'm pretty intelligent. But like, you know, calling the next guy dummy, he might not be, he might be cool with it. You know, he might be right. like, well, whatever, you know. But for me, like, that would hurt my feelings. <laughs> that would really, that would really, and I'm not ashamed enough to say that that would, that would really hurt my feelings. I don't, I don't think I'm dumb at all. Um, but it, it goes back to, you know, what you said earlier, Maya, it's like, okay, you're saying what it is you really feel about me. So after you call me dumb, we supposed to be cool again? I'm not going. No, I, I just I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, next one. Whew. Red flag, baby. Um, 
everybody gets to do things and they get to certain places, milestones in their lifetime at, at different times. You know, we're all not on the same path or the same track. Uh, we all don't necessarily move as swift as others do, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, what we what we want out of life, if you will. I mentioned at the top that both of you are hustlers, and I do mean that because you both are really, really hustlers. But some people aren't. So when you have a red flag as a guy who has no work ethic, talk to me about the red flag that is a man with no work ethic. Trifling. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I mean? (laughs) Um, So I learned not to believe in potential. Mm. I learned not to believe in potential. Now, someone with no gumption, no motivation, no get up and go is not for me. Mm-hmm. Now, some women are okay with that. But for me, I, I am not okay with that. And I'm not not okay with it because I want somebody to match me. I am not okay with it because the purpose of a man in a woman's life is to protect and provide. Mm-hmm. And if you're not about your business, how are you going to protect me and provide for me? So if you don't care about yourself, and I told this to a, a friend of mine, you know, like, how come we're we're not together or something? And I, if, if you make yourself miserable by the choices that you make, what would you care about making me miserable? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. So if you know that the decisions you make are bad and they do not yield the results, you can't wish your way into success. You can't. And some things may be more difficult. You have to try a little harder or you might try it and realize it's not for you. And that's okay. But potential has to produce something. Mm. And so, yes, that is a definite red flag for me. Like definitely like I'm not for you. And I'm not your coach. I'm your buddy trying to help you through whatever, you know, find your family members to lift you up and go ahead on. Mm, 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 mm. I'm in (laughs) total agreement. What about you, Maya? Uh, The the man with no work ethic. Wouldn't be with me. Mm. I wouldn't ever be with a man that didn't have work ethic. It's an old school song. I, I'll get the name of it for you, but it's an old school song. And she says, um, I was taught that if I have to get up and go to work every day, everybody has to go at least looking. Mm. And that's the truth. Um, we don't come from a family with lazy men. I haven't seen lazy men. I'm not lazy. So, of course, I wouldn't want someone uh, with me that was lazy. And much like Babi, um, we are both successful women. You know, we both are college educated and um, we make our own way in the world. And a lot of times we may not find someone that's on the 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 financial same path as we are 
but you got to do something. And you mentioned that we are hustlers and I believe in a man being a hustler. So you got to do something. You got to go, you got to cut grass, you got to pump gas, you got to sell drugs. You got, you got to do something. Like you have to do something to produce a dollar to bring into the home. And I really don't want people to sell drugs, but you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to do something. So that's a red flag in itself, just because you don't want someone that's lazy. And I think the same goes for men. Like, and I think that you can speak to this, Kyle, like, even though men's uh, role in the home is to provide you don't want somebody that's lazy either. And that doesn't mean that you want your significant other to necessarily go out and make money or whatever, but you don't want her to be lazy in anything that she does. If you're providing for her to stay home, take care of the children, you still want her to be doing something like, you know, take care of the home, take care of you, whatever the case, whatever y'all situation is. But yeah, it's a red flag just because you don't want somebody lazy. And really in 2021, nobody can afford to be lazy. The cost of living is high. The cost, you ever seen a loaf of bread these days? It's high as hell. So yeah, it's a red flag because how are we going to eat? That's the stuff that you have to think about. So yeah, that's a, I wouldn't be with somebody who didn't have any kind of work ethic. Now you get into situations where you're with someone. And like I said, they're, they might, might not be making as much as you, but you're doing something. You might get into a situation where a person was making a certain amount of money and then they lost their job. And now they, they gotta, you know, come up again. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But the initial lazy is a hell no. Oh, I, I agree a thousand percent with both of you. Um, Yeah. Work ethic is that's huge for me. Like end of discussion. Like even if I always, I always use the example, like even uh, on the Jefferson, no matter how much money George had, at least, you know, Wheezy went to the she went to the help center. She did something, you know, exactly. what I'm saying? like she, <laughs> she didn't just sit around and just. You know, just just chilled all day and watch cartoons. Um, I, I just I, I've always and I, I guess it's because I, I saw it in my mother and I saw it in my aunts. I've always been like the women who raised me were, you know, had very, very strong work ethics. So naturally that's like what I gravitated to, towards. So even when I was coming up, my female friends were like that and then subsequently the girls that I dated were like that and then the woman that I dated and married was was like that so like I've that's all I've ever known so like I really have very low tolerance for a woman that doesn't have a work ethic do you have to have you know a six-figure job no you don't have to do that you know but if even if you're working at McDonald's if you got the the umption to get up and go to McDonald's and you know earn that nine to five and then come back home that's cool for me you know Mm -hmm. but I've never understood the idea or the mindset of, you know, and it looks even for me, it looks even worse for a man mm-hmm. to just like one of my homeboys was telling me about one of his friends who oh, he, he said, all he does is play video games. He says, girl goes to work and he plays video games all day. And I'm like, how? Like, first of all, I'm like, how? I don't even know how you can be friends with somebody like that. Like I wouldn't want to put my foot in my friend's ass if that's absolutely if that's what yeah. we're friends i i just because that's also a reflection of me because like i saw something in you be, to become friends and it's like you ain't got no kind of get up and go to you or that you just want to sit and just i mean like that's that's mind-boggling to me and then what's even more mind-boggling is like what woman would want to put up with that you know but um 
I agree with both of you. It, it work ethic is huge. You don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, everybody doesn't, everybody's not college material. Everybody's not going to college. Everybody, you know, can't go to college. I get it. I went to college, but I don't necessarily hold that against someone who doesn't. It's just, if you want something, you want to go get it and you, you're willing to work for it. I'm okay with that. That's what I'm about. But just sitting around on the couch all day. Mm-mm. Now you got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Got to do something. Um, the next one, but B, I, I'm, I'll start with you on this one. Um, we all come from different backgrounds. We all, you know, have, we, we mentioned family earlier. Uh, everybody doesn't necessarily have the same sense of family and sense of closeness like, like the three of us have. Uh, sometimes you may meet someone who has not the best relationship with their parents. How big is the red flag if a guy is actually cruel? to his parents like treats them mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah mean like yeah that's, that's a deal breaker for me that's a deal breaker for me you don't have to you know that's that's a that's definitely a deal breaker for me it they're your parents now if they were abusive or, or you know you had a traumatic childhood or something like that i can understand having some animosity or things like that. But if you are still as a grown person going out of your way to be treacherous to them, that's a no go for me. Hmm. You know, mother passed some years ago and it, I cringe when people like yell at their mom or, you know, they just take having a mom for granted Hmm. in their adult life. And it, you know, it makes me uncomfortable a lot of times because I don't have it. And I know the feeling, you know, when you don't. And so for you to just go out of your way to be mean on purpose, first of all, I'm just not a mean person. I don't like mean people. And um, yeah, that's that's definitely a deal breaker. That's not even a red flag. That's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mike? Not your parents. You only get one set. Preach. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the B as well. You know, I've recently lost my parents, um, my mother and father back to back. And I definitely feel like, you know, you only get one. Now, I had a great relationship with my mother. I had a so-so relationship with my father just because we were so much alike, you know. And so when we got into our stubborn ways, we just was stubborn towards each other, you know, but still that was my dad and I would do anything for him. And I feel like the B, when you don't have your parents, you don't know what it's like not to have that. Mm. And um, for somebody who was mean to their parents or treated them just like screwed up on purpose, that's a, it's a like the B said, it's a deal breaker, but it's a big red flag because how you tr- especially for a woman that dates men, you date a man and how he treats his mother is a reflection on how he's going to treat you point blank and period. If you if your mom like I like we we know somebody, me and the B, we know somebody and they treated their mom like stir fry shit. And I used to always say, damn, they act like their mom like was selling them for crack, you know, (laughs) and the crazy part about it was they had a good mom. Mm -hmm. Like they had a 
a good mother who did everything for them, you know, up until the time that she passed away and they was a grown ass woman. And I, you know, they treated their mom like shit and they don't have no luck in their life. Mm. And then when you look at it, that's why you don't have no luck in your life because your mother wasn't abusive and you treated her like crap. It just goes to show how you would uh, treat somebody else, you know, and, um, I don't want anybody who is, is, is already enough not to be family oriented. You know, everybody's not going to be like us. I get that. Everybody's not going to be close to their family like that. Some people's families are treacherous. Some people's families you can't be close to. And I get that. But again, you only get one set, you know, of parents. Um, And if you're doing that on purpose, you would do that to me. You'd be calling me names. We got a lot going on. Again, we have a lot going on. You'd be calling me names. You'd be treating me like any damn thing. You'd be taking me away from my family. And the list goes on and on. And that leads back to what? The key word of the day. Abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm with y'all, man. I just... I can't wrap my head around that. You know, I'm fortunate enough to have both my parents still here, you know, but I'm I'm also realistic in knowing that at some point that won't be the case. You know what I'm saying? So I I cherish the conversations. I cherish, you know, every time I ever, I cherish every day with them. So, you know, I I view it through, through different lens. I mean, you know, and I know, like you mentioned earlier, Maya, you know, you, you get into it with your parents and maybe sometimes you can get into it with your parents because you've, you remind them of them, you know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, there's nothing, I, I don't understand why people would be actually cruel to their parents. You know, everybody ain't going to get along, but I mean, these are the people that, you know, brought you into this, or, you know, brought you into this world. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know that, that right there is always scratch my head. I, I, it's, 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 especially when you see it from afar and you're on the outside looking in, it's, it's actually kind of sad. You know, you just mm-hmm. look at it, you're just like, wow, man, I can't believe you just screaming on your mom like that. Like, that's crazy to me. Um, but B, <laughs> I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on this one. Some people consider this to be a red flag. They cheated on their partner, their last partner with you. Is that a red flag? And what's your thoughts on it? That's definitely a red flag. If somebody going, if you cheated with me, then you going to cheat on me with the next one. You know, that's not proven. Where is that not proven? I mean, I'm, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm being silly. I mean, but yeah, but that's just what it is. Now, me... I am not the most trusting person when it comes to men. Um, So if I let you in, that takes a lot for me. I try not to project my mistrust onto you. It's just something that's always in my outliers. I'm always like, oh, you know, okay, I see this, I see that. But if someone cheated on, first of all, that's not going to happen unless I don't know that you're in a relationship because I don't play number two for anybody. Mm But if if a person cheats with on someone else with you, you will be in that other woman's shoes. And that is definitely a red flag. And it has nothing to do with you, per se. It has everything to do with who he is as a person. 
And I don't care what anybody says. I know that there are double standards and gender biases and things like that. Cheating cheapens you. I don't care if you're a male, female, you know, what I have is precious and what men have is precious as well. And if you want to cheapen yourself with that, you go right ahead. That's that's on that. I hear you. I hear you. What about you, Maya? What's your thoughts on that? When they they cheat with you, I mean, they cheated on their last partner with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't <Uh-oh>. think <laughs> <laughs> she started laughing before she started. No, I was just laughing because I was just thinking of something. But no, I don't think I I mean I kind of agree with Bibby as far as like they will cheat on you with the next person. I mean, it doesn't always happen, but 90% of the time. It happens, you know, maybe 95% of the time it happens. The reason why it would be, I, I don't know so much as if it's a red, I don't know why, I don't, what am I trying to say? I don't know why that would be on the red flag list. I think that it's crazy for you to think that if a person cheats on you, that they wouldn't cheat. If they cheat with you, they wouldn't cheat on you. However, it would be more so from the woman's perspective of, why would you be with this man? Because you will always be thinking outside of being a number two or filling the other woman's shoes. You'll always, it just breeds insecurity within you. Mm-hmm. You'll always be thinking that this man is doing something else. You know what I'm saying? Like he really, you could get a situation and this person cheated. Like, you know, you go and you cheat with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah could really be the love of your life. Tammy, who you're with, could have really just been like something to do and you fell into a relationship. You could have meet Sarah and then Sarah just be the love of your damn life and you and Sarah live happily ever after. I mean, that scenario could happen. But as Sarah, you would always be thinking when Joe walked out the door, damn, I wonder what Joe was doing. Where Joe at? Why is Joe late? How many miles did Joe go today? Why would you even want to put yourself through that? So... I don't know if it's necessarily uh I mean, I guess it is a red flag, but again, it would just breed insecurity. So I wouldn't I I just wouldn't do it if that makes any sense. Uh, like so I don't know if it's just like the red flag thing, but it's just like uh, it should be a red flag to yourself. You you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It should be a red flag to you, not necessarily for the uh, like for somebody that's coming into your life. It should be a red flag for yourself. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel you on that. I think um, both of you make really, really good points. I think for me, um, I think in my 20s. I probably wouldn't have cared. Uh, definitely at 48, I care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because if you cheat on your man, you know, in your 40s to be with me. I'm just, and it doesn't have anything to do with how, because I'm extremely confident, but I'm always going to, like, that's always going to be in the back of my mind. So, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not just, I'm not rolling with that. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, like I said, at this age. Uh, mm-hmm. At younger, I probably wouldn't have, I'd probably been like, oh, well, you know, she was just having fun. Or we were just having fun. And, you know, and just kind of chalk it up like that. But, you know, when you get to be, you know, seasoned in mm-hmm. life, you know, you you start thinking about things and, and people's character and more importantly, their character flaws 
Uh, mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you address any issues that they have or, or the issues that you may have with them, especially up front. That way, you know, you know what you're getting into as opposed to saying, well, you know, you've been with somebody three years and you wake up and you're like, I can't believe I'm with this person. No, I mean, it's been three years. <laughs> I mean, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened prior to you already knew what happened. So, um, yeah, that that's that's always interesting. Um, that, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I definitely understand where both of you are coming from on that. Um, <laughs> Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, now, all three of us are on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are fairly popular on social media. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what the three of us are on there. Um, red flag when the person that you're seeing demands your email or your phone or your passwords to your social media account. What's your thoughts on that? Abuse. <laughs> that's my thought on that. Like, I, that's just my thought on that. I, because again, you like you said, we in our forties. We are in our forties. If you ask me for my password or my uh, email or my like, you want to be on my social media? Get out of here with that. Like, we, I ain't no little kid. I'm not giving you access to anything like that because I don't have to. Like, trust me enough um, in our situation where you wouldn't need that. Because, again, you're going through that to look at what? Like, to see who's DMing me or who's doing what? Because at the end of the day, I'm an attractive woman. Men are going to DM me. Men are going to comment on social media. It just is what it is. You know, somebody is going to put a heart. Somebody is going to do whatever. You have to be confident enough in our relationship to just be like, okay, that's social media. Another thing is I don't want to be with nobody who's so caught up in social media that they would need to do that. Social media to me is like fake. I mean, it is what it is. It's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? I go on there. I don't let anybody on my Facebook. That's not close friends or family because that's what I use it for mm-hmm. to post pictures of close friends and family. Twitter is just bullshit. We go in there, we laugh, you know, we joke, you talk about serious um, issues as far as like world issues and things like that. But I don't take anything that somebody is saying on Twitter serious enough to bring it into my everyday life and 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 run with it. And if you do, then you're not for me. You know, like, I want to be with somebody that we can laugh about social media. Like, look at this clown in my DMs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not like, well, what is he saying to you? And this, that, and the third. Like, trust in a relationship is everything. So when you're asking something about like that, then you don't have trust. And it's no need for us to be together. And again, I'm an adult. As are you. Facts, facts, facts. What about you, Baby? Uh, they want to see your phone. They want to see your emails. Want to see your social media passwords. What What's your take on that? Yeah, no. And first of all, if you demand anything from me, that's a red flag and a deal breaker. That's abuse. Demanding, like, who are you? People, and I say this all the time. You had a life before you met this person. I don't care how old you are. You had a life before you met this person. This person is not entitled to know all your history, 
or even your current private thoughts. So those things are personal, even though social media isn't real. It really is like, like Maya said, you know, it is entertainment to me as well. It's, it's not as you grow in a relationship, you share things with your partner as you get closer, as you build trust. So if you, if you are with somebody and you have to see every little thing they're doing, that's controlling and abusive. So yeah, that would, that's definitely a no go for me. And like, like Maya said, all these little things, like I hope they don't have all these things going on at once because <laughs> not the person. Um, but sometimes um, people think that, you know, the flag may be a little red. It may be a small flag because something will make you think like, hmm. And then you have to wait maybe a month and you may see something else. But sometimes also you have to, if, if people... Or everybody's not the same. So if this is the way they were, and if I was like this before with this person, they may think it's okay to be like that with the other person or the next person, if one ever corrects them. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes people want to know a lot of things and they think, oh, it's trust. Oh, you know, we trust each other with this, that, and the third, and it's okay. And for some somebody, it may be okay. Not for me. That's just how I feel about that. I feel you. I feel you. It, it's uh, I, I've, I, it, that's a, it, it's a huge trust issue for me. I think if, if you're demanding someone's phone and you want to see the email and the social media passwords, then you don't have trust in them. And and I've always kind of felt like if you don't have trust in what, why, why are we in a relationship? You know, we're, we're wasting our time and exactly. we ain't got time to waste time. I mean, that's just exactly. plain and simple. And it's interesting because like, um, (laughs) and this made me laugh because one of our sons, our middle son, Cameron, um, he's in college, he's 18. And he, we we were just talking one day and he said, he's got a girlfriend, they've been dating like two years or something like that. And he said something to the effect to let me know that his location was on, on his phone. And I'm like, what do you mean your location? Like, like all of the, you know, some of this technology stuff kind of flies over the old guy's head. So anyway, so he's like, his location was on and he was like, yeah, well, she's like, he had his location on and his girlfriend had her location on. And I'm like, well, you're at home. I was like, why, why would you have your location? He's like, that way she should not know where I am. I'm like, what well, she, she, you're at home. What do you know where you are? And he was just like, well, that's just what we do, dad. And I was like, why like yeah and so i asked him i said well does she have access to your password i just happened to ask him he's like no he's like but if she wanted she could have it he's like i ain't got nothing to hide and i was like nah son don't do that i was like because that starts right. a bad precedent you know in your relationship mm-hmm. you want to start stuff that you know can inspire a lot of control and you know he's happy-go-lucky kind of very nonchalant kind of kid but i'm like no nah, you don't want to do that so that, that just that made me laugh. I'm like, both of you are home. Why would you? Why would your location really matter? And I mean, I was like, I'm your dad. I don't even want to know, right, know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I paid a damn bill. Right. 
And let me just say this. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, let me just say this. Something that my mother always told me. I mean, from the time that I could remember her telling me anything, anything that's done in the dark is going to come to the light. And Mm -hmm. so it doesn't even matter if a person has your password or not. If they're looking for something in particular, because you only want it because you want to see what somebody else is saying, not necessarily what I'm saying. And if you're looking for something, one, you're going to find it. Mm -hmm. And two, don't worry. I don't care if it takes a year. It's going to come out. Mm-hmm. It always does. Oh. It's nothing. Nobody can get away with uh, anything for but for so long. So don't even worry about it. Oh, I agree totally. I agree totally. And, and it's just I don't think you have to. You want to make sure that you're not setting, you know, bad precedents for what could be down the road. You know, if this is somebody that you want to be serious about and possibly get married or whatever like that, you know, you don't want to you don't want to have those kind of conversations and do those kind of things because it's only going to get worse. Um, now, we talked about social, social media. Another red flag, but B, um, we're all private. We, we I mentioned we, we have social media, but we're, we're the three of us are very private. Um that we, we share what we'd like to share on social media, things of that nature. Right. Um, there's a red flag when your significant other refuses to make your relationship public. What's your thoughts about that? Not that he didn't change his social media, like he didn't change his social media status, but like he didn't post any pictures. He doesn't you know, acknowledge you publicly to, you know, his friends and family or what have you. What, what What's your thoughts about that? Well, I, I ain't nobody's secret. Um, I don't, I don't, uh, and you know, I, I sometimes people think that things have to be like staged or something like that. It doesn't have to be. Things just naturally occur. If you're with somebody, something happens and, oh, we have to go over such and such's house, you're together. Mm. If you're at an event and, you know, we're taking pictures and if you put the pictures on social media, we're together. Um, anybody who hides me, yeah, that that that's, that's just a no-go. Unless we had a conversation like this is what this is, yeah, no. What, what, are, you, what are you doing? Um, that, that is definitely a red flag that somebody is, um, doesn't want anyone else to know that you're in a relationship with them. No, you're a side piece or they really are not in a relationship with you. You're just occupying their time for now. Mm-hmm. That, that's not, that's a deal breaker. That's not even a red flag. Is it, that's, that's a deal breaker mm. for me. True indeed. True indeed. What about you, Mike? That's not a red flag for me because I would prefer you not to post me. And I probably wouldn't post you either. I could be in a relationship right now. I could be in a relationship right now and nobody would know. I, I, yeah, I'm not really into that. I mean, probably if I was married, I might post somebody on my thing. Maybe like the day of our wedding, you might see it, but like. Other than that, I probably would never. Well, he's saying be a being a secret, not just social media, correct? No, he said if somebody doesn't post you on social media or, or anything like that, is that a red flag? That's what you said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no, I I don't want anybody. Media, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care about that. 
Oh, yeah, I don't want anybody. I prefer it not to post me on social media. Now, if you did, I wouldn't like I, I wouldn't feel like, oh, my God, why did you post me? Because that's your business. Like, if that's what you into, because you might get with somebody who's like into that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's cool. But no, I don't. I mean, I don't think that that's a red flag. It's just like something that you're not doing. And and again, it goes back to my um last the last question that you asked social media for me is like a fake world mm -hmm. i mean it's real but it's like a fake world so like people take that shit so serious it's like if somebody says something on twitter they be like oh my god i gotta i gotta have my boyfriend bring me red roses because <laughs> i need to post it and this that and third like, i don't want nobody in my business that much mm -hmm. i i'm when you say that i like we're private i'm extremely private a man could be living in here i could be like anything nobody would know we just had this conversation on vacation because my brother said, like, I, it just came up in conversation with his girlfriend, right? And his girlfriend was like, yeah, because one day your brother was like, I don't be in her business, but like, do she got a man or does she this, that, or third? And me and my brother is like, when I tell you close, we are close, you know? And I said to his uh, girlfriend, I said, so your bro my brother think I'm a lonely spinster? And, I, <laughs> and she was like... I don't know, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I ain't no lonely Spencer. I just don't bring nobody around y'all. When I do, I will. And when I'm not, I won't. But mm. I'm not alone. I mean, you know, I'm not lonely mm. is, is the difference. point. So I, it's, a, it's a difference. But I say all of that to say that's not a red flag for me. I prefer you not to. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I think it's... Uh... I think you have to it depends on who you're with because you know some people like you mentioned my so for social media they're good at oversharing like they post everything like they're going to post a picture of their lunch they're going to post a picture of you know the shoes that they bought they're going to post a picture of dinner you know and you may be the total opposite um I think I'm always interested in the evolution of how relationships develop over a period of time and how they play out over social media. Like I might have a female friend who, you know, I know when she's dating a guy and then they're dating, they're dating, they're dating and then I'm in my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, at some point she's going to post this, post a picture of them on, on Facebook and how long it, you know, in my mind, I, I may even, you know, kind of timestamp it like, Oh, you know, they've been together three months, no pictures. Okay. But then because I know her, I might say, okay, well, yeah, you know, probably at about four months, she's going to post a picture. And then, you know, subsequently goes from there. But it just really depends on who you're with and, and how active they are in, in that type of stuff. Now, doing, doing it on social media is one thing, you know, acknowledging the fact that you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend publicly, that's something totally different. You know, right. like if you, right. if you can't, if, if I'm your man, and you can't tell, you know, Karen and Susie and whomever else and Rashida that I'm your man. We got a problem. Like, you know, right. you you need to be able right. to broadcast that to the heavens. Mm. <laughs> 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 if not, I'm gonna feel away. I'm sorry. Right. I'm just, I just am because because I would do the same for you. And you know, I don't think we you know anybody has anything to hide. Um, last red flag, last one, but be. And I know this isn't you, 
but some people are incapable of apologizing. Not saying that they don't want to. They are incapable. They never apologize. Is that a red flag for you? And if so, tell me your thoughts on that red flag. People who are incapable of apologizing. Um, I'm not sure if that's a red flag for me. I think that me personally, I like peace. So I'm very forgiving. You know, I move on quickly, things like that. But I think for a person who is incapable, um, sometimes things take time. Now, we're getting up there. It's not like we're young, you know, have like, you know, this is young, fresh, new, have no life experience because, you know, I'm 25 with experience. So um, some people just haven't had um, the, the, the mentorship or the feelings that they know how to apologize without feeling that they're, that they've been manipulated or suckered or things like that. So I, I'm not sure if that's a, a red flag for me because I've learned that as you grow, as you get older, when you get to know people, it may be something that you were not familiar with then. But if you are amenable to change, then, and, you know, I think sometimes you just have to give people the opportunity to change. So I don't I don't know if that would be a red flag for me, especially like maybe I, I would have to give you some time. That would probably take maybe like almost a year or okay. something if it was an ongoing problem. Now, some people are just mean or they, they never do anything wrong or, you know, something like that. And you don't apologize. We we know that that's a red flag deal breaker, whatever you want to call it. But for some people. They just don't recognize there are things that because I was single for a very long time and and I dated, but not like seriously to me, like they were probably serious. I don't think I was as serious. Um, But like now that that I have a person in my life, it's like I, I have to make a lot of concessions, you know, because things that I used to do by myself on my decisions and things like that. Like I said, you know, when we're arguing, I may say something that's not nice. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I have to learn how, how to make adjustments. So I don't know a right off if that's a deal breaker for me. Okay. okay. What about you, Maya? The, the person that will just, just is incapable of apologizing. Yeah, that's a red flag. And the reason why it's a red flag for me is because if you're incapable of apologizing and you're wrong, then I have to apologize. And what am I apologizing for? Your wrongness. <laughs> and another thing is, is that if you can't take responsibility for your actions, then that's a red flag, you know, because it puts all of the onus on someone else. So now everything is my fault. You know, like if you're incapable of apologizing, somebody has to because somebody has to move us along and then it comes to be me and it's my problem. And if I'm apologizing for something that I think that I should be apologizing for, then that's going to um, it's going to 
bring about resentment on my end toward mm-hmm. you because I'm always the one that has to take the blame for everything. Um, and, and I think that it's a problem when you can't say I'm sorry or I apologize. I mean, I think that that is an issue. Um because like the B said, are you, you, you've never done anything wrong. And I don't think that that's necessarily a person. I mean, you have your opinion and I, I have mine, but I don't think that that's necessarily a person that doesn't know. Like, you know, when to say sorry and you know when to, to take accountability for your own actions. Mm-hmm. Um, now, yeah, you do have situations where in a relationship, a person doesn't think that they should have to apologize. Like, you know, um, that happens. And every now and again, if that happens, then that's fine. But if like you're completely unaware or you're completely just like, no, I don't think that I'm wrong or whatever. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's abuse. <laughs> that's abuse. <laughs> It all leads, all these damn red flags, except for the one that you said about not posting me on social media, Mm -hmm. comes back to abuse. Mm -hmm. Because, like, (laughs) say sorry. You should want to apologize to your mate if for, because here's the thing, like, you could say, you could really not think that you did anything, right? But a person could tell you how they feel about a situation because everybody's feelings are their own. They're valid, right? If I say to you, you hurt my feelings or you did something or you just that and the third. And let's just say that you like, I really don't even really think that that was a big deal. In a relationship, you have to be able to just like sometimes even for the peace of the relationship mm-hmm. to just not deal with it. You got to be able to be like, all right, sorry. Even if you don't mean it, you just got to be like, all right. You know, because like, what we going to keep doing on this same thing? You know, so somebody has to be or each person has to take ownership of something. And so, yeah, that would be a red flag for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, with, you. I'm with you on that one, Mike. What did you, what'd you say? I, I was just going to say that um, I, I feel like some people, and it doesn't matter how old you are, because I think a lot of people have made it far, and I'm talking about age-wise, mm-hmm. without taking any accountability. And they're just not accountable. So yeah, that's the problem. Well, I'm not saying it's not a problem. What I'm saying is sometimes it takes people a little longer to catch on. So in these scenarios, like I said, I'm a kind of person, I'm I'm very nice. I'm forgiving. I love people for who they are. So e- even if I see a flag, it may take me um, a little while. The flag has to be like egregious or you keep collecting the same flags or different flags for me to say, you know, yeah, there's something wrong with you and I don't want to deal. But I think that and if you, when you see these things, I mean, I, it's not that I don't notice, I notice, and then you make the decision of how you're going to proceed. Like, I don't see me uh, falling head over heels with anyone who has certain red flags or mm-hmm. any type of flag that we brought up today. I just feel that sometimes people aren't, in every relationship, people aren't given opportunities for everything. So never apologize. What what is never? Is the first three months, the first six months, and they'll get to eventually. Is that that's not never to me. That's just how I see it. Mm. No, I mean that's a good point, and, and that's valid. I, I just think like when you have someone who is because the thing said incapable. Incapable means like you're capable, but you just choose not to. I think at some point from well, I'm, I'm not gonna say some point for me that would be a a huge red flag and it's also a turnoff as well because you know 
we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things. You're going to say things sometimes that warrant an apology. And I think it's, it's, right. uh, if, if I got a pro, if I, if I did something to you, but and I'm wrong and I know that I'm wrong and you know that I'm wrong too. And if I'm not willing to apologize for it, then to me, that's, that should, that's a sign of my lack of respect. Disrespect. Exactly. Disrespect. <laughs> and you know, respect goes along for, for most men, that goes a long way. So, you know, mm. if, if he feels disrespected, you know, he's just not going to stand for it. And so, like, for someone that's incapable incapable of apologizing, yeah, that's that's a huge, that's, that, that is a, that's a deal breaker for me. That's not even, mm. like, yeah. it's not even a red flag. Like, we won't even get that far because we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do certain things. Sometimes you might say something. Sometimes you might do something that warrants an apology. And if you're incapable of even trying to muster up the words to say, I'm sorry, or I apologize, you know, and, and apologizing doesn't necessarily mean that you're weak or anything like that. It shows, you know, that you have a level of compassion for the other person. So, um, but yeah, that, that, uh, that, that's about it as far as all the questions. Um, man, this is, this, this flew by really fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, uh, my first tell tell the people where they can find you guys at and um you know if you if you want to give us your social media you can <laughs> <laughs> i'll give out my social media yeah i just don't want you posting me on your social media but <laughs> if anybody is listening and you do i won't be upset about it but no thanks kyle um we really had a great time as always oh, sure. um we really appreciate you having us on the show, um, especially because our show is on hiatus right now. So this helps us to get our feet wet to like come back. Um, so we really do appreciate it. Uh, to put a bow on your show, don't be with someone who is abusive. That is <laughs> my But you can find us on social media anywhere that um, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at We Did That Shit Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, my Twitter is mymy13. That's m y m y one three. And yeah, I mean, you know, give us a shout out. Go back and listen to all our old mm-hmm. shows. Uh, we got some good ones, and we're coming back with some new ones um, for 2021. And you can find our show anywhere where you can listen to a podcast. We did that shit podcast. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bobby? Well, we have our Instagram page. I don't have a personal Instagram myself, but I am on Twitter. I'm at Babi Amina. That's B-I-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. We did that shit, Babi, at Babi Amina on Twitter. And um, yeah, I had a great time too, Kyle. This was this was really good for me. A good break. Man, I, I, I think it goes without saying that. You know, we miss you guys, miss uh, having, having, and hearing that we did that shit podcast. But like I told y'all, you know, when you said that you were taking a hiatus, I said, you know, whenever y'all, whenever it happens, you know, it's like the the people who listen will be there when you come back. And, you know, so that, that still stands, but I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that we were able to get you guys on. Cause uh, like I said, when I saw this, there was only two people that I wanted to do this podcast with. I was like, they're going to keep it real. it, it wouldn't have made sense for me to do a podcast about red flags by myself. So, right. Um, but yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening. Make sure that you check out the, we did that shit podcast. Like, a, like they said, you know, it's a great, great podcast. One of my favorites. 
Um, trust me, and their podcasts aren't dated, so you can go back and listen to the archives and still get a lot of, of the wisdom and, and laughter that you got out of this podcast as well. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. So for Maya and for Babi from the We Did That Shit podcast, I'm your boy 12 Kyle. This has been the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Five G's. <laughs>